of TLB Talk Radio. And uh, the the title of today's show is really a question. So let me, I don't know, present that to you. The 
title of today's show is What Freedom of Speech? Let me say that again. The title of today's show is A Question. So here is that title again. What Freedom of Speech? And that is the show for Sunday, March 3rd, 2024. So let me get through the usual intro because I believe a lot of this is important to the audience. And then we're going to jump into, well, again, Roger never does these shows because he likes to. Roger doesn't do these shows because he wants to be an important person or a high-profile individual. Um, None of this. Roger does this because if I don't tell you this, who is going to? And if you know other people who will, I will pat you on the back because you're running with the right people. Today, the biggest issue is not so much the tyranny we face It's knowing there's tyranny we face. The biggest issue in America today is most don't or don't want to. The reason for something like the Liberty Beacon Project or TLB Talk is to say what needs to be said. But we can't force people to go there. What I encourage you to do as listeners or as people who go to the Liberty Beacon Project's websites or to TLB Talk is to share it with other people. Let other people know what reality is and what they're living in isn't reality. And a lot of that will be covered today as well. If anybody would have told me 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that I would be living in a country that was hiding more tyranny and treason from its people intentionally than just about every country on the planet. And don't say China, because everybody knows that. And don't say Russia, because everybody knows that. But in America, we try to convince the world it's just the opposite of what we're suffering. And now they know that. So, again, let me segue through the rest of my usual opening, and then we're going to jump into a show that pisses me off beyond anything you can imagine. I will do my best to try and control my temper today, though, so that we don't have far too many, I don't know, far too many comments by myself that get overdriven and you can't really hear them because (laughs) the system levels me off at a certain point where my screen goes far above that. So I will do my damnedest today due to the importance of the information to try and keep my temper under control. And believe me, that's not an easy thing because this impacts me extremely, which is why I am doing a show on it. All right. So again, the title of today's show is What Freedom of Speech? And let's wind through, again, our usual opening. TLB Talk Radio is sponsored by the Liberty Beacon Project's newest uh, website, and that's the, the social media website, tlbtalk.com, which is what the show is named after. Come and join us, and again, say what needs to be said. As usual, before I get started, I'd like to once again say thank you to RBN, and thank you to Annie over at Shake and Wake, who replays this show every Thursday and hosts my other show, live show, which is Eagles Eye Report on Wednesdays from 3 to 4 p.m. Central. But if it wasn't for platforms like RBN and John, who founded and 
built and ran RBN until he passed away several years ago, was a partner of the Liberty Beacon Project and the media director for TLBtalk.com. So again, I have, to me, RBN has a special meaning. I will do what I can to support them. So what I'm going to ask you to do right now is the same thing I ask every week. So if you're rolling your eyes into the back of your head, but you're thirsty, good time to grab a cup of coffee. For all of you listening to this, please understand that donations to these platforms are critical. They are. And if you do donate, you're very much appreciated. But if you donate on what I call a semi-regular basis, in other words, $20 here, three or four months later, $60, maybe two months after that, $30, so on and so forth. You donate what you can when you can, and that is appreciated. Please don't think anything I'm about to say degrades your appreciation. It doesn't. What I'm going to ask you to do is take it to the next level without spending another penny. Now, I would encourage you to spend another penny if you can, if it, if it works for you, because RBN is worth that. But how do you take it to the next level with any of these platforms? Average out what you normally donate over the course of a year. Just figure it out in your head. And if it comes to somewhere around $120, divide that by 12, 12 months, you come up with $10 a month. So instead of giving 50 here and 30 there and 25 here, what I suggest you do is the next time you're going to do a donation, click the little box that says make this a monthly donation put your ten dollars in you haven't spent a penny more but what you have done is just taken that donation to the next level because you have given rbn the ability to know they can count on that the ability to add it to a budget if you are doing sporadic donations you are very appreciated but that can't be counted on because they don't know the next time you're going to make that generous donation but if there's something coming in every single month, even if it's of a lower value, but over the course of the year, you're making as much of a donation or even more maybe, then you have given them the ability, like I said, to build a larger budget. If enough of you do that, bigger, better, better, faster comes your way quicker. So again, if you have a chance or if you think about it or if this sounds like it makes sense to you the next time you're going to do a donation, figure out what you do over the course of the year, divide it by 12, put that number in and make this a monthly donation. Give RBM the ability to know that they can go out and get bigger, better, better, faster for you because they have a budget to support it. Do, <clears throat> do I think that's a waste of about three or four minutes of my show each week? No, I don't. I think it's very important because these platforms are important. And in memory of John Statmiller, I will say this every week. Okay, <clears throat> so I will also always state that the message I bring you today is not entertainment. Here he goes again. Nor is it baseless guesses or remote possibilities. Most of what I deliver is in-your-face reality, recorded facts, or an inevitability depending on our course of action i actually didn't get no blowback since the last show about that or no comments at all which i consider a plus because people who try to argue with me that it is not our course of action we need to know more about and plan more it's theirs people that's all we talk about is their course of action and it's not just me it's thousands of other alternative sources are constantly discussing their course of action when's the last time you sat down and listen to 
our course of action discussions that actually made sense and had enough input to be practical. Doesn't exist, people. So this is something we need to consider. And I'm glad I got no push. That's the first time in a month I've not had pushback from saying our course of action. All right. As usual, links to applicable references or articles are always included in the article containing this archive show published on Monday on the LibertyBeacon.com. So please, if you get a chance, go and share it. And if you want to listen to parts of it again, you want to take a look at the article, grab a few links. There is an article I will be using, as I usually do in my show. And the article today that I will be using is written by Jeffrey A. Tucker, who is one of the mainstays at Brownstone Institute. And he titled his article, Free Speech on Trial. Gee, what did Roger title his article? Yeah, what freedom of speech? So there's almost a progression, and his stuff comes after my opening. So there's almost a logical progression here, but let's see what we're talking about, all right? So, again, show title, What Freedom of Speech? Today, we as Americans live in a country that no longer captivates the interest or desires of most of the world Anywhere near the level of days recently gone by. How does Roger know that? Don't roll your eyes into the back of your head. I'm going to give credibility to this guy's opening comment. The credibility is I did it for 30 years. I traveled this world. I was out of the country between 75 and 80% of every year. So do I understand what people used to think? When we talked about freedom and we talked about our abilities and our rights in America, do I understand the difference between 25 years ago if I said that to somebody and today when I actually am saying it to people in Australia, when I'm saying it to people in England, when I'm saying it to people anywhere on this planet where I have a connection, what are they saying? Yeah, look, let me go over his opening, the second part of it again. Today, the world are my part again. Today, the world is seeing America's claims of individual freedoms and rights as total bullcrap and are quick to laugh at those who espouse it. That's not a joke, people. This is personal experience. I spent 30 years making friends across this planet. They still have, I don't know, a very open sense of saying to me what they feel. I need to hear, which I appreciate. That's what a friend is. But the things I hear from them today are nowhere near as good as the things I heard from them even five years ago. Okay? Today, we are seen as a nation in transition. Did you hear what I just said? And this is not him talking. We haven't gotten to his article yet. This is me. Today, we are seen as a nation in transition. That doesn't make sense to most of you, but I'm going to put some sense behind it. Transition to what, you may ask? Not sure yet, people. But does dictatorial, does authoritarian or totalitarian, say, run by the global deep state, does any of that sound familiar? You ever heard those terms before? It will, as you hear these words far more often, And in the near future, I look 
at the media that I go to to get my stories to publish on our websites. We're aggregate websites, okay? I go and I look. Today, I am seeing the words dictatorial, authoritarian, and totalitarian more than I have ever seen it. And we've got new phrases that are being used much more like global deep state. Not American deep state. Global. Does that sound familiar, people? It will. As you hear these words far more often in the very near future. Remember, you can't have, here Roger goes again, effective global governance unless or until you take the cowboys of the world to their knees first. As an example, I have said that on every single show for two years. Why? Because if you can't see it, you're a moron. The United States is nothing like it was even four years ago. And it's not going to get better, especially if another election is ripped out of your and my hands and handed to the dictator in chief. And yes, we're going to get into a little bit more of that as well. Okay, but first, let's discuss the encroaching tyranny I'm discussing. And... Also, the outright treason that is part of this. And who is it against? It's against we, the people. Yeah. And can I see it? Yes, I can. Can I tell it to you in a fashion where it is absolute proof beyond a shadow of a doubt that we are talking about treason? Not maybe treason, but actual treason. Most of you have heard one of the examples I put out, and that is a president who puts his hand on a Bible and swears to God to protect all Americans from enemies, both foreign and domestic, yet has done everything he can to make sure nobody shuts the border. And we know hundreds, if not thousands of terrorists have already crossed into America. Is that not treason, people? When you know for a fact that your own government has high numbers of the ones they have stopped, it's over a hundred. But we also know there's millions of people that were never caught or stopped. But yet, you do everything you can to leave the border open. That's not tyranny, people. That's treason. You are intentionally putting American citizens in harm's way. This is treason. How many of you have the nads to say that or write it? Because that's what it is. But let's start off by asking a few vital questions. It may help to put all of this in perspective. Okay? What am I seeing? What is Roger seeing? And remember, Roger's about to turn 70. Roger has been publishing and growing the Liberty Beacon Project globally for 15 years and spent 30 years working for those I gripe about now before that. This is called penance, people. Just remember Roger said that. But let's go through a few points. What does Roger see? What questions need I ask? Why are so many people losing or have already lost trust in our government? 
This is more rampant than I have ever seen. Next point. Does this government still serve we the people or themselves and the federal slash global deep state? This is not a joke. This is an absolute question that needs to be answered. How about another one? Is government censorship on many levels out of control in America? That's going to be the main point of the article I brought in today. Why? Let me ask you people a question. If you don't have the ability to talk about anything, what good are the other amendments? If you don't have the First Amendment, what the hell good are the rest of them? Because you will never be able to complain when they take them away from you, will you? So let me ask that point again. Is government censorship on many levels out of control in America today? Yeah. Is this government working with, bribing, or threatening large corporations to facilitate much of said censorship? In other words, the government isn't doing it themselves. They are paying, threatening, or coercing key companies and or I don't know, media platforms to do exactly what they want. It's either get some cash or get an or else. Do we know this is happening? Twitter files. And we could go on. Next point. Is the First Amendment to the Constitution dead via the machinations of tyrannical governance? Is all this stuff we're talking about right here unequivocally that we have tyrannical even treasonous governance and that your ability to exercise the first amendment is gone or so close to it you have to start fearing every time you say the truth you have to start looking over your shoulder every time you say the truth you have to start looking at a government who's going to put more pressure on you to try and find things you've done wrong And to make up things you haven't done wrong, especially if you're a low-income person who does a lot of posting, will they destroy you? Do you think our government would do something like that? We actually know that to be a fact. It's happening very often in America. Today! Why is the government, another point, the J6 committee, allowed to destroy vital evidence which may clear... Those who have been charged with impunity. But you will spend eternity in prison if you perpetrated the exact same thing. So basically, we now have a political class that can break the law at the highest levels at will with total impunity. But if you do it, you're going to prison. How do I know this to be a fact? We know for a fact that J6 committee defended evidence. How many of them are in prison? If you had done that, where would you be? This is the government you suffer today. And um, I don't know who runs that committee. Would it be a conservative group or would it be a liberal group? All right, next point. What is being done about this government overreach of constitutional authority? Hmm. 
there's actually a couple of things being done. Okay, and there's actually a case that's about to hit SCOTUS. What results, my last point, can we expect from the biggest First Amendment slash censorship case to hit SCOTUS and by far the most crucial case in my almost 70 years of memory? This is big, people. What am I talking about? Yeah. What we're going to be talking about in this article when we get back from the break is um, social media. Things like the Twitter files, government influence, and a case to be heard by the Supreme Court on March 18, 2024. On said date, SCOTUS will hear arguments in Mercy versus Missouri. So, again, we're looking at, I don't know, the Supreme Court which just about everybody who has any knowledge of law is feeling the Supreme Court is literally going to come down on the government like you would not believe. But have we seen that, people? Have we seen that? What we're looking at right now is a government that is so out of control that people like me, people who have lived on this planet long enough and seen enough on this planet over that time to be able to formulate understandings of what we see. Most of you have lived in one area. Some of you have never left your county. A lot of you have never left your state. Most of you have never left this country. So what you have to build your attitude globally and even nationally is what is piped to you via what we are understanding today, that's if you trust mainstream media at all, is the most tyrannical portion of what the founders was hoping was a check on governance, the fourth branch. Our founders were truly, truly hopeful that the media would do everything they could to hold the government accountable so that you and I could live in an open and free society. What we know for a fact today is that governance has massive influence over media and in some cases outright owns what they say and do. Between bribing and threatening, the fourth branch in this country today is now part of the government. What part? The propaganda arm. Are we talking about Japan before World War II? Are we talking about Germany before World War II? And I'm just talking about propaganda here, not individuals. Are we talking about, look, I could go on and on. We know now that the fourth branch that our founders were determined to leave behind in, an, in a position to keep America safe have turned on you and I and the vast majority of the mainstream media is literally the tool of a tyrannical government and a tyrannical global deep state, which you're going to be hearing more and more of as we go along, maybe not so much today. So what we are talking about here is Roger not liking what he's doing at all. And the reason Roger does this every single week is because of this. How many of you know this? How many of you know it in detail? How many of you think if I just don't bother them 
They won't bother me and life will be great. Well, if you're looking around you, life stopped being great about five years ago or four years ago, and now it's going down the crapper faster than you can imagine. We are headed for a Great Depression. We are headed for an area some economists are saying that will make the Great Depression look like a walk in the park. And if we allow our politicians, our traders, to continue us along that path, we will have no choice. None. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the, I don't know, the government's necessity, their tyrannical necessity in curtailing you and I telling each other the truth. We're going to figure it out between all of us that, I don't know, this isn't what our founders left behind. We're going to figure it all out to the T that if our founders were alive today and saw what was happening, <laughs> yeah, how many of them would call for another revolution? How many? And don't put that out. Because you have to understand the level of tyranny we face today. And we will be back after the break. Thank you for listening. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping left its scenes while I was sleeping. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Kilad Otzman says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ, RS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, no. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's a Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show. 
Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for Truth, Liberty, and Balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Again, <coughs> excuse me, I would just let that song play over and over again until everybody knew all the words by heart. Again, Simon and Garfunkel, no, they didn't sing it like that. It was a bit more melodic. It was a little softer key. But the point here is the words. If you just stop and listen to the words to that song, there is no doubt in your mind that Paul Simon This guy knew something. He had, yeah, he had the ability to look into the future. He had a crystal ball because it all fits. Anyway, <clears throat> let us roll into um, an article, but let me give you a preface to that, okay? Let's again talk about social media, things like the Twitter files, government influence, and a case to be heard by the Supreme Court March 18th. Okay, which is just a couple of weeks from now. Um, and on said date, SCOTUS will hear arguments in the Murthy versus Missouri case. So, again, we're going to jump into this. And this was written by Jeffrey A. Tucker, who is one of the mainstays at Brownstone Institute. Um, 
<clears throat> Again, I don't read it word for word, although I will for certain sections. I will make sure the link is available to everybody tomorrow when I publish this on the Liberty Beacon. And I would strongly recommend you go in and read the entire article because, as usual, and I am somebody who appreciates Tucker, uh, Mr. Tucker does do a good job at putting uh, his facts together. And he's also someone like me, Jeffrey Tucker. Okay, has is somebody who's not a kid and has been looking around for many years and has done things across this planet. So he formulates an opinion that most people can't grasp, especially those of you, like I said, who haven't even left your county or your state in your entire life. Okay, so again, the title of Jeffrey's article is Free Speech on Trial. And again, not reading it word for word, but I will let you know when I'm interjecting things from my perspective. In a lifetime of observing policy controversies and court cases, we've never witnessed anything as crucial to the future of the idea of freedom itself compared with what will transpire on March 18, 2024. Gee, does that sound familiar, people? On that day, the Supreme Court will hear arguments in Murphy versus Missouri concerning whether the government can force or nudge private companies to censor users on behalf of regime priorities. Did you hear what I said? I didn't say to protect the country. I said concerning whether the government can force or nudge private companies to censor users on behalf of regime priority. Who decides? Shouldn't that be you and me? The evidence, and again, that was me. Back to him. The evidence that they have been doing so is overwhelming. That's why the Fifth Circuit Court or the Fifth Circuit, issued an emergency injunction to stop the practice on grounds that it is inconsistent with the First Amendment and the U.S. Constitution. Let me say that again. And most of you remember when this happened, because it didn't happen yesterday. But that's why the Fifth Circuit issued an emergency injunction to stop the practice on grounds that it is inconsistent with the First Amendment and the U.S. Constitution. And if you don't think that the government that tried to get this done in this fashion didn't know that, you're an idiot. Of course they did. But they just stepped up to see what they could and couldn't get away with. How much control did they actually have? We're about to find out on the 18th. Back to Jeffrey. The censorship industrial complex is working right now and hourly to delete free speech from America. That injunction was stayed pending a review by the highest court. Okay. The case itself hasn't even gone to court yet. This decision is only about the injunction itself, which was issued based on the alarming results of discovery alone. Essentially, the lower court is screaming, this must stop. 
the Supreme Court is trying to assess whether the violations of liberty are extreme enough to justify a pretrial intervention now. So again, we're breaking new territory here, people. This hasn't even gone to trial yet. A positive ruling for the plaintiffs doesn't solve every problem, but at least it will mean that freedom still stands a chance in this country. A ruling for the defense, which is essentially the government itself, will give license to every federal agency, including those that operate in secret, like the FBI and the CIA, to threaten every social media and media company in this country to delete any and all content that runs contrary to the government's approved narrative. Did you hear what Tucker said? Excuse me. Well, I'm going to call him by his first name. Did you hear what Jeffrey said? I'm going to read word for word that paragraph again. It's that striking. A positive ruling for the plaintiffs doesn't solve every problem, but at least it will mean that freedom still stands a chance in this country. If a ruling or if you get a SCOTUS ruling for the defense, which is essentially the government itself, this will give license to every federal agency, including those that operate in secret, like the FBI and the CIA, to threaten every social media platform and company in this country to to delete any and all content that runs contrary to the government-approved narrative. To the deep state approved narrative. To the globalist approved narrative. The one thing it isn't approved by, you and me, people. We don't get a voice. We don't get a voice. There will be, and I'm going back to Jeffrey here, there will be celebration in Washington if this happens. On the other hand, there will be tears if the court decides for the defense. It could be that the court will take an in-between position, refusing to let the injunction go ahead and promising some possible decisions at a later date pending trial. That would be a disaster because it could mean three or more years of full censorship pending an appeal of whatever the outcome of the trial is. So again, this is not black or white, Roger Talk. It's not. This could go several different ways. If SCOTUS says, yeah, okay, you guys are right, they shouldn't have done that. Okay. then again, the government now has free reign to do just about anything they want. If they side with we the people, okay, and say the government overstepped, then the government will go into a panic and everything else they can possibly do or figure to do will come into being. And if you think this is the only mechanism they had and they weren't prepared with something else, if it gets diminished or goes away, You don't know this government very well, and you haven't got a clue what the deep state is. Listen to me, people. Free speech is everything. If we don't have that, we have nothing, and freedom is toast. All other problems pale in comparison. There are plenty of them, from health care to immigration. 
But if we don't have free speech, we cannot get the truth out about any of these other issues. The censorship industrial complex is wholly dedicated to making sure that we have no debates at all and that dissent voices or dissentant voices are not even heard. Now, I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to tell you how I know this. I am not going to mention names, but I will tell you that TLB Talk has had to go to several very large media-based companies and ask them why they are telling people that it is dangerous to go to TLB Talk. And I could go through other points, like mail companies. You may have mail through, which block anybody sending emails to or from TLB Talk to your email, which means you can never be a member of TLB Talk if they are blocking us. Because we can never send you any information. We can never send you codes to um, verify your login. We can never, we can't even build you an account if they do things right. This is exactly what's going on. TLB Talk is social media. Are we growing? Yes. Why? Via word of mouth. Not necessarily via any electronic fashion at all, other than we use Skype, we use whatever, we use the chat on TLB Talk to talk to each other and pass information. If we relied on people doing a search on TLB Talk online, depending on the search engine, obviously, then we would never grow. Because again, if you understand how Google works, if you understand how other companies along that line work, how Facebook works, yeah, platforms like TLB Talk and the Liberty Beacon Project are buried so far down that if we didn't have individuals sharing our stuff People wouldn't even know we were alive. With 35,000 followers on a Facebook group, we're lucky if we get five likes on anything over the course of the day. If we're really lucky, we get 10 when we were used to getting hundreds. And it's not because they're keeping our stuff from being published. It gets published. But when we ask any of or many of those 35,000 followers why they aren't liking, why they aren't, it's because they're not seeing anything from us. 35,000 followers. This is the country you live in today. So free speech is everything, people. And I started off this entire show by telling you that. And this isn't Jeffrey, it's me. If you don't have free speech, I don't give a damn what your other amendments are, what your other freedoms are, what your other privileges are. I don't care. Because if they take them away, who are you going to complain to or how are you going to complain? You can't. It's the First Amendment for a very good reason. As it is, Google, Microsoft, and Facebook, and this is Jeffrey, and many other besides, already heavily restrict speech. We know this to be a fact. I just explained part of that, that the Liberty Beacon Project is going through. They work in cooperation with government and those tasked by government to do elite bidding. 
Not my words, Jeffrey's words. We know this to be a fact. Not my words, Jeffrey's words. When Elon Musk took over Twitter, he discovered a vast censorship machine operating on behalf of the FBI and other agencies. Millions of posts were being taken down along with the users. The Liberty Beacon Project lost under, before Musk got in, lost our account because we were telling the truth. So millions of posts were being taken down along with users. He has done his best to rip out the guts of this Borg. Doing so entirely changed the character of the site. It became useful again. Not even the scale of the problem is widely understood. And again, this is Jeffrey. Usually people say that free speech is necessary to protect minority opinions. In this case, the numbers don't matter to the censors. You could have 90% of users trying to advance an idea and still have it censored. This is what the old Twitter did. It was daily and hourly attacking the company's user base. This was their job, no matter how much it contradicts the whole point of social media being social. Yeah. Brownstone, which is the... um, and and I love Brownstone, but anyway, um, Brownstone is predictably throttled by all these companies, but it is not just about us. It is about everyone who disagrees with the Davos Great Reset agenda. This could pertain to EVs, gender transitions, lockdowns, immigration, or anything else. It's all part of the Great Reset. Even now, the Google artificial intelligence engine extols the glories of lockdowns, masks, and mass injections while completely ignoring contrary science. This is what? Google's artificial intelligence. So you, and this is Roger speaking, you go ahead and try and tell me, like so many people are, where artificial intelligence can only tell the truth. Artificial intelligence only tells you what it has been exposed to or programmed with. And when Google sets it up, yeah, let's hear it for yep, the glories of lockdowns, the glories of masking, the glories of mass injections. Even contrary to the science that says each and every one of these was a serious disaster to humanity. Google's artificial intelligence is telling you how great they are. This is how they want things to be. Google's search engine is no better than just about anything else. It might as well be a federal agency. And again, that's Jeffrey talking. Okay. The justices hearing the case will be in an awkward position. Jeffrey talking. My guess is that none of them even know that this was going to be or it was going to go on to the extent that it is. They will likely be shocked when they look at the evidence proving that there is a trillion dollar 
industry in full operation that has massively distorted the public mind. Even federal agency that you wouldn't even consider. Basically, what he's saying is every federal agency at some level is involved, deeply embedded in the operations of all media companies and digital technology, which in turn requires universal surveillance and persecution of contrary voices. We have been talking about this for how long, people? But I bring these articles in, this is Roger talking, because they condense these things down to points that are much easier to focus on. I give you the broad picture. I depend on these individuals to tweak it down to the finer points. So let me continue. Until just a few years ago, this entire industry, which involves federal agencies, universities, nonprofits, shadow companies, bogus fact checks, and every manner of spook-operated front companies was not known to exist. Nobody had a clue. Now that we know, we are shocked by the extent of it. It has invaded the whole of our lives to the point that we cannot tell the real news from that which is fed to us by intelligence agencies. Even worse, we've come to expect the most of what passes or that most of what passes for approved opinion, yeah, is flat out false. The justices will discover this truth. They will likely be astonished, but they will also be taken aback at how integral to our lives it has become. As it turns out, the federal government for nearly a decade has placed a very high priority on curating the public mind, lying at every turn for its own benefit and that of its industrial partners. People, I'm not joking about any of this. I'm not. And what I'm going to do, because this is, again, a long article, I will skip to the end, and I would like everybody to go in and take a look at this tomorrow. This is an article you need to read. This is a gentleman who has looked at the things Roger has looked over almost the exact same time period, and what he's seeing today pretty much mirrors what I've been trying to tell you and what I have been telling you for quite a while now. It's tragic that such a fundamental human right should so heavily depend on the majority decision of one body, our government. It's not supposed to work that way. The First Amendment is supposed to be law. But these days, the government has built an entire empire around the idea that the First Amendment simply doesn't matter anymore. The job of the Supreme Court is to remind our overlords that the people are not merely putty in the hands of deep state agents. We have fundamental rights that cannot be abridged. There is a rally scheduled outside the court on March 18th with many speakers making themselves available to the press. Note the sponsoring organizations. These are the freedom fighters in America today. You are welcome to come and join us. And for anybody who would like to know where, the articles and everything else you need, the links will be there tomorrow. If you would like to go and be there and have your voice heard and listen to people like Jeffrey Tucker tell you what the truth is, 
I strongly recommend it, people. What we're looking at again today is so far beyond what anybody like me would have even considered. And as I say, censorship is now an entire global industry. It involves the world's most powerful foundations, governments, universities, and influencers. It seems like everybody wants a part in crushing what they call disinformation and misinformation and yeah, malinformation. But in true information that they don't really want any of us to see. That's a fact. We are surrounded by this machinery of control, and yet most people haven't got a clue. Again, if I don't make waves, nobody's going to bother me. If I don't stand up and scream, you can't do that, it's my First Amendment right, then nobody will bother me. How many Americans are living with their head buried in the sand? How many of you are pretending to be ostriches? This isn't a joke, people. Maybe a little on the light side. But what I'm trying to tell you and what I will reinforce in the last two minutes of this show is this. The First Amendment is the most important amendment we have. It wasn't the second. It wasn't the 15th. It wasn't the 50th. It wasn't the 500th. It was the first. Because our founders knew beyond a shadow of a doubt the day we no longer had the right to make our voices heard, then no other freedom or liberty would stand. All would eventually fall. Why? Because you no longer had the right to defend those liberties. You no longer had the right to protest. You no longer had the right to publish something contrary to what the government says. You no longer had the right. And who made that decision, people? How many of you have made that decision? Talk to you again next week, and thank you for being here. You're appreciated. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you.
This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.